0: It is then that you realize that the crashing through the tree canopy and the whistling by your ears was the flight of several arrows. Can we tell which
1: direction they came from?
0: The lights are still there. You believe that it came from that kind of half circle formation in front of you to the east. Now they are just by your guess, long way, just on the outside of the range of the fairy shortbows.
2: Well then, let's see if they're out of the range of a longbow. Hearing? see that little cluster there of about four lights? I see it. That's our target. Okay. I'm guessing about 200 yards. Give it a good arc. There's a lot of trees, but yeah, they're firing this way. Let's fire back. Let's do it. On the count of three. One, two. two. Loose. I rolled an 11.
3: I rolled a
0: 21. Your arrows arc high into the canopy.
2: You can hear them crashing through the canopy. I'm looking for a disruption in those little four lights. There's several yeah. lights. Yes, well, we, we picked out a specific four little lights, and those were going to be our target. So I'm looking for a disruption amongst those little four lights. You rolled a what? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Roll your
0: damage. Eight points. A light flickers momentarily, but it
2: does not go out. I guess I guessed the range right. Let's wait for the retaliation. Mm. Everyone turns sideways. Make yourself a lesser target.
3: Duck behind a tree.
4: Mokwi will hide behind Madri.
5: <laughs> Madri will hide in his shell. Dash will cast Speak with Animals Direwolf. Son will just stand there, looking around.
2: As will Longway. And wait, knock another arrow, and you're, a few a few moments go by without a retaliation. I will loose another arrow. Earring will a, do the same. I'm sorry.
3: Earring will do the same.
2: There
0: is a a pause, which you're you're certain is just mere seconds, perhaps a minute at the most, but it feels like an eternity. And then there is another loosening of arrows. This time there are jets of flame, sailing through the forest. No arc, it seems almost as though they aimed just straight ahead of them, and several of the arrows hit trees, and you can see that the arrows have been lit aflame. Many of the arrows, however, hit the barricade. Does not appear as though they were aiming for anybody other than the barricade, and small fires begin to creep up throughout the front, the eastern portion, of the barricade. I will call out, militiamen, buckets. There's a a buzzing of fairy wings and several of the local militia grab buckets, pots, helmets, and are lining up at the the brook. And they have something of a chain gang going where they're passing buckets along the length of the gang of, of fairies and they're dousing the fires. There is another barrage of arrows and then again another, until the barricade appears to be close to being a flame in its
4: entirety, almost out of control. Once I see that, once Mokui sees that, he's going to run towards the barricade, and when he gets close enough, he's going to drop his um, wolf form and become Mokui again, and then he's gonna pull out his decanter, brace himself, and attempt to put out the flames. Tell us about Mokui's decanter. The decanter of endless water. This stoppered flask slashes when shaken, and it contains water. decanter weighs about two pounds, and you can use an action to remove the stopper and speak one of the three command words whereupon an amount, water. Fountain produces five gallons of water. Geysers produce 30 gallons of water uh, that gushes forth in a 30 foot, um, one foot long wide range. As a bonus action while holding the decanter of water, I can aim it.
0: Which one are you going to use? A geyser, of course. Of course.
4: Fire hose it.
0: I, I didn't want to assume, but that was the one I would have picked for, for you or would have guessed that. All right, so Mokui transforms from his direwolf form, far less dramatic than transforming into the direwolf form. As it form. is always. Takes out a, a a small vessel of some type, ceramic perhaps, painted with some... Old world runes. He removes the stopper from it and a geyser of water pours forth. He begins to essentially hose down the flaming
2: barricade. Long Yes?
3: We should start a mission Fury. We should. I cock an arrow and I fire it towards the flames. That would be a 22. What's your damage? So I have dreadful strike. Uh, So when I hit a creature with a weapon, you can deal an extra 1d4 psychic damage to the target, uh, which can take this extra damage only once per turn. And that's a lousy uh, five points of damage.
0: You're not entirely certain if you hit something. You are fairly certain that your aim was true, and you avoided trees underbrush, but you're still uncertain. There was no indication on the other end that anything was struck there's still that deafening silence both in the in the forest itself but there's no no cries or orders being barked from the location of your enemies it's almost chilling and extremely unnerving you would as a veteran long way of numerous battles and as even madri a veteran of one major battle you are not used to the deafening silence from your enemy.
2: Well, let's see if I can wake him up. And I will loose an arrow as well. 17 plus 4 is another 21. And that is max damage. So that would be uh, 10 points damage.
0: The same is true for you, Longway. You are certain that your aim was true. However, there was no indication that you struck anything. The lights are not so bright that you can see the enemy. You're aiming for just the lights themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. Your guess, of course, is that there is a body attached to the light in some way, shape, or form. None of the lights have moved or become extinguished.
1: A son turns to Longway and says, how far away are you shooting? What's the distance there? Almost 200 yards.
2: 200
1: yards.
0: It is at the, the very end of your longbow's range. Should we close that
2: distance? I'm about to.
0: I'll join you. As will I. Let
5: us march forth. Dash? I climb up on the shell.
0: Let's have initiative. For the sake of moving swiftly, we'll have one person roll initiative for the group, and we will go in order of highest dexterity to lowest.
2: There we go. Nat 20. We'll use his. <laughs> <Yep>. Agreed.
6: <laughs> Fine by me. Who's got highest dex? I have a 15. I
3: do not
2: have higher than that. I have a 17. I have a 14. 12. 13.
3: 14. I, I feel threatened that the turtle has more, a higher dexterity
6: than everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll go Madri Earring.
4: 12. 14. 14. 14. 13. Uh, do you two want to roll off? I'm busy. I'm staying where I'm at anyway. He's going to be going until the fire's out.
2: Yeah, the fighter will probably be out there in front, so. Long way. Mokwe has the next initiative. Mokwe dash son. Son will finish the job. Madri turns
6: to the uh, captain of the militia and says, will you be sending any of our fighters with us? No. We'll do it. We'll take it from here.
5: And he uh, steps out. Dash looks back at the captain, waves at him, and says, cowards!
3: When we approach, we will let out a warning cry so you do not fire arrows at us. Uh, understood. Good. Hopefully, we can cut them down before
6: they get to you. As we're walking out, I assume we're all walking out as a group. Just yes. Are you guys continuing to fire? No.
0: Your movement, I assume, is 30 feet around? Uh, Yes. Mokui, you are standing by, still extinguishing the barricade? That is correct. So you move your 30 feet. There is another volley of arrows. It does not seem to be aimed in your direction. There seems to be a total lack of interest in you as a group. From Birch Grove, you can hear numerous cries as arrows strike their mark. There's arrows appearing in trees around and next to you. The thudding of bodies as they hit
2: the ground is apparent. I think we should run, people. Let's close this distance as quickly as possible.
6: Edry looks at Longway and says, double time.
3: Earring starts off at a run.
2: Sun does not run. <laughs>
5: Dash Sun bounces rises. a little bit.
0: <laughs> so you break off in a run through, yep. the, um, through the forest. The quicker
2: we close the distance, the more likely we're going to disrupt their line. And the uh, fewer fairies take arrow fire.
3: I have put away my longbow and I've pulled out my battle axe.
6: As we get closer to the line, does it um, the the torchlight illuminating these illuminating these enemies? Does it? Can we see them? What does it look like? As as you get closer, you can't make out a lot. What you can
0: make out is that the lights appear to be torches, and they're held by these large, thickly built humanoids. That many of which are astride what look like horses. Few are just on their feet. As best we can tell, where are the arrows coming from? The
2: arrows are coming from those the, the foot soldiers. Okay, then that will be my primary target. So let us know when we get close to them. And you're in a full a full
0: run. Yes. So the next round is as as you approach, the foot soldiers move up in front of the mounted soldiers, and they stand at the ready. Many of them have spears; others have wickedly crafted swords with. Barbs, curved blades with barbs. Many of them are incredibly long and look awkward and unwieldy. Others have axes. Uh, Many of the axes are made of what looks like bone. Many of the creatures, as you approach them, are armored in bone, uh, black hammered metal, leather harnesses. Some are helmeted, others are not. They do bear that distinctive skull appearance of their face. It's not, it's definitely not a skeletal head. As in an undead creature. Think of um, Frank Langella as Skeletor in that terrible He-Man and the Masters of the Universe movie from like the 80s or 90s. Kind of a thin layer of skin, high cheekbones, almost gaunt in appearance, but sitting atop a heavily muscled body. The horsemen pivot and they leave, still bearing their torches. What do they look like? They look uh, exactly the same. What Do they have double horns or... Many of them, many of them have the uh, ram's horns on the side of their head. They are dressed in more ornate armor, full suits of armor in many cases, chain mail, and a variety of plates here and there. Their weapons look to be crafted a bit finer. Some are helmeted as well. One in particular has a hood over their head that does very little to conceal the large ram's horns on the top of uh,
2: top of his head, and their eyes glow in eerie red in the darkness. We'll have to contend with them later. We have more uh, immediate concerns.
0: Moku will you see the lights break off? And that same kind of serpentine pattern working its way through the forest to the east. How much
4: of this fire has been contained?
0: It's quite a quite a bit of it has you. You have very little in the way of the Eastern portion of the barricade that's left. It swept through all of the wood and forest debris quite quickly. There's uh, small fires here and there throughout the Eastern portion of the barricade. Um, much of it is smoking and smoldering. The Eastern barricade is nearly useless now for keeping things on the outside from getting in.
4: How high is the shrub or the grass in this whole area? You well, know, outside of the where like where they're heading into. Quite tall compared to you. True. Much
0: of it is as tall if not taller than you are. Thick brambles, groups of small trees. For someone who's not used to traveling through a dense forest like you are, it would be quite quite
4: difficult terrain. Well, with that said, I'm going to use my last wild shape and again into a dire wolf and I'm going to try to do a like a semicircle to try to get around to the sides or to the back of this group and I will, you know, make my dash that way.
0: Okay. You close in on the group of foot soldiers. They know precisely where you are. They have a pretty good idea of what your intent is, but they do not break formation. They simply wait for your attack to come. That's fine. It's going to.
2: But I don't have first initiative. <laughs>
6: <laughs> uh That'd be me. Madry runs up. He actually vaults over the uh, first line. Kind of does a roll over. I got actually he's got dash on his shoulders. Yeah, That'd I'm gonna be dash's problem. That'll be dash's problem. <laughs> uh, Madry's gonna vault over the first line, and as he does, he's going to come down with claw strike at the person right behind the first line and start attacking. First time playing as a monk, y'all.
1: Can I ask Madry a question? Yeah, when you run, do you run on your two hind legs or all four like a dog? Typically on his two hind legs, but he can come down into all fours. I, I would say, just curious. Very, very fast because he's a monk.
6: And <laughs> what does your
0: martial arts form look like? Is it more of a kung fu? Is it like a wushu? Are you Steven Seagaling it with aikido. some aikido, or are you, you know, Chuck Norris in his kicking jeans? Kind of like
2: Jet Li style. Let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor. You're a new DM who wants to jump behind the screen. Maybe you've been volunteered by your gaming group, but aren't quite ready. What if I were to tell you that I can put a team of professional writers alongside you at your desk while you're prepping your game? With Describe, we can do just that. These narratives vividly describe monsters, places, spells, people, you name it. It's there, and there are more than 6,000 of these easy-to-search-up, copy-and-pastable, beautifully-written narratives right at your fingertips. Describe has graciously provided us with a discount for our listeners. Head on over to Describe.com backslash DMD. Use the code DMD at checkout to try Describe for two weeks for free. Links will be in the show notes. And now, back to the show. Comes over and... and...
6: The fist He's up. a turtle. It's ninjutsu. <laughs> <It's a laughs> Ninjago. I was thinking Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> kind of a combination. Jet Li, Kung Fu Panda. You know. Uh, he comes across, and as he does, thrusts out and hits the uh, the first, or attempts to hit the first guy in front of him. I should roll my damage dice with my thing. It's an 18. Okay. For max damage, that should be a 8 first punch. You vault
0: remarkably gracefully for such a cumbersome looking creature. You vault over the first line, land before the faceless one behind him, and with a a palm strike, strike him square in the face. His head jerks back. You feel your palm grow moist. There's blood
6: from his mouth and his nose. These things bleed. Mm. And with that information, he will... Spend a key point and a flurry of blows. Bah, bah. Two more strikes to the face. It's gonna be like a 20 with, again, max damage. Seven damage and the 10. I think I missed on that one. So the set first attack hits, second one misses. Third, second attack and third attack rather.
0: He staggers back, fumbles his sword a little bit before he regains the grip on it, catches his footing and then steps into a crouched position.
6: And Madry faces off in the center of a large group of enemies. Uh, Next would be uh, Irin.
3: So Irin approaches, battle-axe at the ready. Uh, As a bonus action, he shifts into his more feline form. Mm, I'm gonna kill you. And launches himself at the nearest faceless one
0: earring earring transforms in the eerie moonlight into a can best be described as a feline form of like the wolf man still somewhat recognizable as earring because he's still wearing his trademark toque and his his clothing but now he's very very noticeably feline he's always had some something feline about him maybe it was the way he moved Maybe it was just his somewhat aloof behavior, but now he's very noticeably feline.
3: And that is a 22 with max damage, 14.
0: This thing you attack is almost has the appearance of being shocked. As you race towards him, and as you're in mid-stride, the transformation happens without even skipping a step. You go from a very human-looking creature to a very feline-looking creature, and then the attack happens, very savage and cat-like. This thing bleeds. You swing your battle-axe, and it cuts deeply into him, knocking him back against a tree. There is a noticeable gash across his chest and his stomach, and a blood so red it's almost black starts to ooze from the wound. He readies his spear more in defense against what he anticipates as another attack than as an outward act of aggression.
2: Next would be long way. I will draw my sword as I close in on uh, one of the faceless ones and simply strike it with a sword. Nothing fancy, just hit it with a sword. Uh, That's gonna be a 19. Okay, roll your damage. That is going to be 10 points.
0: Very obvious, Longway is a master swordsman. He draws his sword as he walks confidently up to his adversary, and very elegantly he wields it, striking
2: deep into his opponent, biting into its shoulder, and next. I'm going to use a bonus action. Okay. Now that I'm up at the line, I have Madre not too far from me, I have Earring alongside of me, so I'm going to let out a Draconic Roar. This is going to allow all of my enemies within 10 feet of me. Till the end of your next turn, you and your allies have advantage on attack rolls against any of those enemies who can hear the roar. And I can use that twice for okay. bonuses. So uh, for the next turn, anyone in combat within 10 feet of me, you have advantage on your attacks. There is a bellow of sorts.
0: It is a roar from a massive beast, greater than that of a lion, or, well, perhaps even equal to that of a dragon's roar, and this bellow is uttered from the tiny form of Longway. It is both shocking and inspiring. Well, not incredibly small. I am 5'8". It's a tall kobold. Yes, it is. Madri, you've heard it before, but this is the first time that the rest of you
6: have heard it.
4: As Madri hears this, his eyes
6: close a little bit more, and he, he nods his head. Next up with we'll Mokui.
4: So how much distance have I gained to the folks since I started after?
6: You are
0: in a full run. You're heading towards the group that your comrades are locked in combat with. You have come, your movement is 30 feet, or is it greater in your dire wolf form? It's 50 foot in dire wolf. <coughs> 50 foot in dire wolf. You are almost
5: to the line.
6: Okay. Next would be Dash.
5: Dash uses his bonus action to rage, and immediately attacks the person who is directly behind Madri.
0: I'm going to have you make a dexterity roll. Do you have acrobatics? Yes, I do. All right. I want to see if you still hold on to the shell as he's... 20. 20? Show off. Um, you ride your tortle mount, Yes. through the entire acrobatic display
5: and... He whacks somebody three times in the face and then I jump off at whoever's right behind him.
0: The faceless one that Madri leapt over pivots and readies his spear to thrust it into Madri's back as you launch yourself from the shell of the turtle, flying into a blind fairy rage.
5: Absolutely.
0: Make your attack.
5: Attack is with a long sword. 17.
0: You added all your rage bonuses. Oh, uh,
5: 17. Uh, I don't get advantages on the attack.
0: I'm thinking Berserk.
5: Oh, wait a minute. And we do have, you do have within 10, yep. so that's advantage. So yeah, okay, it stays at a 17.
0: All right, that is a hit. Roll your damage, please.
5: Nine.
0: You, you leap at your opponent, who is easily twice your size, probably three times your weight. There is a shocked expression on his face as your diminutive form sails through the air, gliding somewhat crookedly towards him because of your your damaged and underdeveloped wing. You plunge your blade into the side of the creature who lets out a howl ah. of pain. There is a splash of blood that emits from the other side as your blade protrudes from the back end of the creature. He staggers back, readying his spear.
5: I will use the rest of my movement to just walk down the line 30 feet just gonna make your way down the line? Yep, everybody who takes an attack of opportunity has disadvantage. Giving everybody a A chance to use their attacks. Okay.
0: I have a 15. Uh, That one will hit. I have a 17.
5: Uh, That one will hit. I have 14.
0: That one will hit. So I have three good hits. As you're walking down the line of enemies, somewhat casually, they take the opportunity to swipe at you with Various weapons, axes, spears, swords. It's almost like watching someone walk into busy New York City traffic. Only getting hit by a couple cars while doing so. You take 16 points of damage as you proceed down the line. Okay, that's the end of my turn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Next will be Sun. Can... GM, can you uh, give me a little mental map of what the line looks like? I now understand this line, but.
0: It is now less of a line and more of a blob of swirling combatants. Madry is locked in battle with uh, one of these faceless ones, as is Earring, who is now in cat form. It's almost as though the line kind of drew itself into a central point and became a melee, a barroom brawl of sorts, a riotous swirling of bodies and swinging blades. There is no elegance, or really skill to the combat abilities of the Faceless Ones. It is almost as though they're just wading in and swinging as hard as they can, hoping they make contact with something. The only thing that really resembles a line is Dash walking by all these enemies and getting getting attacked, many of which surprisingly missed him. Swinging either too high and missing him by a foot or so. Others, squarely striking him. But he seems almost unaware of the imminent danger at
1: hand. Almost like he was enraged.
0: In a casual rage. Because he's not running or racing or rampaging. He's
1: simply walking. My towards
0: face. towards what? You're not too sure. Other Other
1: enemies, perhaps. Will I be able to? Uh, with my considerable casting skill, pinpoint a 20-foot cube of combatants only not on my team.
0: That is going to be fairly easy for you as the line is is moving in. There's only a few of you. The few that there are are locked into combat with individual enemies. The others seem to be coming in to render aid to their fellows that are being attacked by your colleagues.
1: So I will... Uh... Cast fairy Fire on the densest conglomeration of uh, enemy combatants I can. Is there a saving throw for fairy Fire? Dex. I think there is. Dex. Yes, a dex saving throw. My DC is, I want to say 15, 13. As, Tell me what it does. Uh, so I am still a good distance from the group because I don't run. Uh, but I, I think I didn't fall back more than 60 feet in the two rounds of running. So as I do some gesticulation of my hands, you see almost like a glitter fall from the sky Onto this oddly geometric cubed area, and the combatants in that area all now glow blue. The, the ones that did not dexterously avoid my fairy dust.
0: There is a, a bonus or a advantage. Uh, advantage. To
1: hit. Any, anybody attacking those people okay. ha, has advantage. And they also are no longer invisible or hidden by shadow, they're glowing. Yes, there's a group of about seven of them that are uh, glowing a bright blue color. After doing that, having seen the, uh, we'll call it heroics of Dash, uh, as a bonus action I'm casting healing word. Dash, save yourself! And that is five plus a d4. Would you like to roll it or shall I?
5: Oh, go ahead and roll it.
1: Four. So you get nine points of healing. Oh, and I continue to shuffle walk. I didn't stop him. Hey you! That concludes my turn. Dash. Yes.
0: You are attacked. Two of the Creatures block your passage, and one swings his sword towards your head, and you deftly step out of the way. As you're stepping out of the way, another thrusts his spear towards your midsection, and you pivot, and he misses you as well. Earring, your opponent swings his spear in your direction. Armor class 10 misses. Madri, your enemy takes a step forward, thrusts his spear at you, it skips off the side of your shell, and this D20 is going into the box.
3: (laughs) That D20 is staying out.
0: Long way, armor class 16. Does not hit. And sun.
1: Who is still at least 30 feet away.
0: You have arrived at the scene of the melee. It is this swirling maelstrom of bodies moving awkwardly in numerous directions. There is the clanging of weapons. The only elegance to this scene is the your comrades, Madry and Longway. There is a feline ferocity to earrings attacks, but they are extremely primal. And then there is Dash. <laughs> there is there is Dash who is is still casually walking into traffic, and for some reason is doing so unscathed. A group of about seven of the creatures are growing are glowing a bright
4: blue. Are any of the creatures around my compatriots not glowing blue? There's several. There's uh, about five. If one is within five feet of them, I will attack that one. Okay and I will howl as I do so. But I'll be using pack tactics, so I get advantage. 23? 23. 23 hits. 13 points of damage. You grab a creature
0: that's standing behind Madri with his spear at the ready. It's already glistening with blood. You grab him by the head and shake him viciously. It's a large snarl. his body jerks around awkwardly as you tear into it. You toss him aside,
6: broken onto the ground. That'll be the end of my turn. Top of the order? Top of the order. Alright, that's gonna be Madri. Uh, Madri steps up to the one that was uh, directly in front of him that he was previously attacking, and he lays out one palm strike to his chest. Twelve? Twelve is a miss. Twelve misses. And he, uh... uh, has advantage. advantage. Oh, heck Yeah. No, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, as he attacks, he comes in and he makes this attack, realizes that he's off target, but he's okay with it because he uh, he's going to make a movement off to the side, following Dash in his path, lining up off to his other side. He's going to line up, let's just say, an approximate 30-foot line, straight line of baddies, and he's going to uh, look at his um, companion long way and say, and the dragon speaks. And as he does so... Tell us what the dragon's saying. As he does so, you see from him, his face elongates just a little bit, and you see a, a form of a dragon come out of the front of his face. In a bright blue and purple crackling face, it comes out, and he opens his maw, and a crackling line of lightning comes out and hits 30-foot line of these uh, bad guys. As he uh, releases his breath weapon, Breath of the Dragon...
0: Is that an attack roll you're
6: using? No, it's a saving throw. So it's going to be a DC 12 saving throw it's an for attack all attack action. action. Attack action, yeah.
3: DC 12, but what ability?
6: Uh,
0: Dexterity. 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 Yes. Okay. Sorry. Oh, okay. What's your damage on that?
6: It's going to be six damage, halved for a save. If lightning does extra damage to them, then they take extra.
0: Okay. There is a a crackling of energy in the air and the otherwise still air of the wilderness, so much so that those of you that have hair, you can feel it standing up on your arms and the back of your neck. Or poof,
4: over a dog.
0: Or, or, or <laughs> yes, in your, your canine form, uh, yes, you look substantially larger as the hair stands upright. And there is a roar of such, not a bestial roar, but the roar of electric energy being emitted there is a brilliant flash of light, almost what sounds like a whip crack. There's arcs of light streaking from a group of five of these faceless ones, all along the line that Dash had traveled.
3: Uh, Earring is going to double hand his battle axe and bring it down on the person he previously attacked. Time to die. That's a no. That's also a no. Oops. Damn it. Stop moving. He uh, desperately
0: steps out of the way, barely missing your opponent, shaving a good chunk of the tree off that he was standing with his back to.
2: All right. Long will we'll step up to the combatant. He's already attacked once, and he's going to swing again. Unfortunately, my roar doesn't work. Actually, my roar, yeah, I did it after my last action. So but this is my next action, so I probably don't get advantage on my roar gonna be a miss you i rolled an eight swing your sword he parries there is a shower of sparks as the two swords clash i think he's already well he thinks he's already done but i'm not so i'm gonna axe and surge and take another attack at him okay i'm gonna use my tail swipe to see if i can take him off his feet so i'm gonna do a pirouette spin bring my big bulky tail around and that's going to be a 14. he it almost looks like he leapt over your tail
0: but then you realize the awkward angle his legs are at. He drops to the forest floor with a crashing of leaves and, and sticks and the whatnot. And seven points damage. And is flat on his back. Uh, it appears as though the wind has been
4: knocked from his sails. Mokley will attack the next one. That's the next closest to one of my con- comrades.
5: And again, he would be using pack tactics. 13. That's ah. nice. Okay. What's the angry fairy doing? Dash is uh, looking around to see what the results of that uh, lightning blast that sped over my head and passed me by 20 feet did.
0: There's some smoking enemies ahead of you.
5: Is there anybody in that line who made their save? Like didn't drop?
0: Nobody has dropped.
5: Okay, nobody's dropped.
0: Nobody has dropped. Then
5: the one who's right in front of me, who's like about dead middle of that one, I'm going to attack with my short sword. Are you still raging? I am still raging. That's a 21 and that is for 10 points of damage.
0: You thrust your short sword up into the under part of his jaw, and you can see the tip protruding through the top of his head. You pull it down with a splash of blood, and he drops to his knees, and then falls forward flat on his face.
5: As a bonus action, I am going to dash back to the second line, and then back in the direction that I went, so that I'm back with the group, and let them make their disadvantages on attacks of opportunity out of me.
0: 15 hits you, correct?
5: Correct. 17 points
0: of damage.
5: 17 points, so that's uh, 9 resisted. Okay. You
1: see, well, you don't see because you're all fighting, of course. Sun is now approaching. He's finally arrived. And as he arrives, he comes up behind Longway, not too close, of course, swinging metal. He is casting, and an aura of light comes right out of the top of his head in a 30-foot dome. And he yells out, come to me, fight in the dome. He's looking around, hoping people react to that. If you end your turn in this dome, you gain a d6 plus three temporary hit points for every turn you end in this dome. Nice. This is called Twilight Sanctuary. Um, So come if you want to. I will stand there. That counts as my action. And next turn. Sun glistens on the water, approaches,
0: and is bathed in a radiant moonlight, almost like a celestial dome of light around him, swirling and twinkling a bit, almost like a star or stars. He beckons you towards his dome of of light. Dash, you are attacked. A spear is thrust towards your face. You deftly step out of the way couple more from the bench. Earring, your enemy swings his spear in your direction in what appears to be an attempt to disarm you with the shaft. He misses as well. What was his roll? Uh, a three, if you must know.
3: Well, curious, I have a low AC, so.
0: I have low rolling dice, if We you know. haven't noticed. Wokui, what's your armor class? Fourteen. You are struck in the left shank by a sword. It bites deeply into your hide. But out of how? Take eight points of damage. Your enemy, Madri, approaches you and attempts to strike you in the face with the shaft of his spear. You block it to one side. Long ways attracted some attention. Bring it on. Fourteen? No. And the other one doesn't hit. You are attacked by two enemies. One flanks you, attempting to surprise you. You see him out of your peripheral vision and are able to deftly step out of the way of his flanking attack while deflecting the blade of your enemy that was directly in front of you
6: as they attack. Novices.
0: And son, a spear comes flying into your dome, your your dome of moonlight, and continues on its way past you into the forest.
1: I take a semi-squat, but not all the way down, and pee myself a little, just a little. (laughs) Nobody knows, just I do. And on to the defenders.
6: Madri um, steps up, and so just for battlefield a little bit, are we all within the dome of... Nobody has said
1: that they were they
2: approaching it, the dome. was in the dome because he stepped up behind me, so I'm automatically in
1: it. Behind. Okay. So it depends on how close you were to Longway, or okay. what to be.
6: Madri's going to attack the
1: uh, foe in front of him again, initially going
6: to throw out a first fist. It does. Max damage, seven. Huh! To the face. Chest, face, whatever I said. And then he's going to as a bonus action. Hold on a second. Your strike to the face. You're crackling
0: as his head snaps back and he limply falls to the forest floor.
6: Excellent. Uh Madri is then going to move back towards Longway. And Sun approaching the next foe to the side and attacking. The bonus action. Actually, I have a semantics question about the rules. Um, so I get a bonus action secondary attack. Can I then use a key point to use flurry of blows after the fact, or does flurry of the blows count as a bonus action? Yes. So I either get three attacks or two attacks. I don't get four attacks. Right. Okay. Then I will flurry of blows on the next baddie uh, to the right of long way. Fill feel on that one, and I'll throw out my second one, I guess. I feel and, your pain. Yeah. <laughs> uh... And I hit with a 20, not natural. Dirty oh, 20? Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, hit for
0: five damage. He goes down inside Roundhouse. Another broken neck and another enemy on the forest floor.
3: I'm going to kill you this time. That is a 16. It's a hit. With 14 points of damage.
0: You swing your battle axe, it catches the enemy in the side and it bites deeply into his body, nearly severing him in two. He spits blood out of his mouth and slumps against your battle ax. The weight of his limp body almost drags your battle ax to the very forest floor before you're able to pry it from his form.
3: As he dies and I pull my ax out, I'm going to turn to look and see if there's anybody nearby who has their back to me or might be glowing blue.
0: There are a few smoky individuals about 20 feet away from you that are glowing blue and appear to be smoldering from a lightning blast.
2: I will set my sights on them. Well, I'm going to see if I can finally dispatch this one that's been giving me a bit of a problem here. So I will step up one more time. Oh, Actually, no, I have one prone at my feet. Yes. Uh, so I will dispatch him because that meant advantage to him, I believe. That's going to be a 17, and that is going to be 10 points. You easily dispatch him, plunging
0: oh. your sword into his belly.
2: And then goad the ones around me, try to draw them and then take a defensive stance.
1: Is everybody remember to take their D6 plus three temporary hit points?
3: Was I in the circle? You would not be. Okay.
4: So again, I'm going to, well, I'm going to go dash his aid, because he needs help. He so, seems to be doing okay. I know I'm going to help him. The one that's closest to him, I'm going to attack that one. Natural 20.
0: 16 points. A dark form leaps over you and lands on one of the glowing blue enemies in front of you, and savagely rends and jerks his body about until it
4: no longer moves. And as that happens, I let out a howl.
5: Dash watches the shadow land behind him, flicks the little bit of blood off of his face, that hits him and then tears down to where he just left 30 feet away and attacks somebody down there
0: it will be a little quicker or closer i should say than 30
5: feet it'd be like more like 10. oh that's okay that leaves me with extra running out uh, of opponents so we'll do that with uh that's only going to be on a 11 to hit that is a miss and then I am going to run back to Sun using a dash action on my, uh, as my bonus action and run back to Sun and then gain the uh, healing points.
0: So dash runs out, attacks and misses, runs back past two enemies towards Sun. Remarkably is not struck on his way by. Axe and spears are are thrust and swung in his direction. None of them
1: touching him in the least. So Sun now decides to turn to be shoulder to shoulder with Longway as he pulls a two-handed sword off his back and takes a big arcing swing right off the back, right into the closest opponent. Uh, that would be an unlikely hit, but let's just make sure. 11. That is a miss. Um, so that's the attack action. As a As a bonus action, I will cast Healing Word on Dash. Because he appears to be taking a lot of risks. And so that is a D4 plus 5 for 7 points of healing. Okie dokie. I believe it's the GM.
0: There is a sound of a horn off in the distance. The remaining enemies, its only three of them, pivot and begin to run to the east. And that's where we'll leave it for this week. This is your DM, Scott, and that is all we have time for this week. Join us next time as the adventure continues on An Acorn's Journey, a DMD story. Thank you to our cast, Marcus Holt, Frank Wieden, Ben Petrie, Bill Robitaille, Louis Aponte, and the angry fairy himself, Sin Morse. A special thanks to you, our listeners. You are why we do this every week. We'll see you next time in the dojo.